What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game with Fame podcast. I am your host, Eric Erickson, and today we have a special guest joining the show. He is a member of the UMBC basketball team that in March made history by becoming the first number 16 seed to upset a number one seed when they beat Virginia. And after the game, he had, in my opinion, maybe one of the best quotes in March Madness history. He is Nolan Garrity. Nolan, thank you for joining the Game with Fame podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. So the quote that I was talking about after the game, the huge media scrum in your guys' locker room, and one of the reporters asks you, uh, what is the feeling like? And I, I, don't, I don't know if you said it first, but the group, someone that said, it's like it's like your first Fortnite victory, and you repeated that sentiment. <laughs> yeah, um, you know what was what was going through your mind when when you when you made that quote? Uh, I mean, I don't remember exactly, but I remember just uh, found out Ninja had just uh, tweeted a picture of us, and you know we were doing the Fortnite celebrations, you know, on the sideline and stuff. So Fortnite was just in our minds. So you know, we were all just talking about Fortnite and just kind of working in uh, as many answers as we could. So just kind of spawned off of that and, and ninja ninja's you know the biggest Fortnite gamer in the world he actually tweeted at you guys before the game i'm pretty sure uh so during the game he tweeted uh like a picture of the game going on and then afterwards you know we were talking about him like in the post game interviews so he retweeted a couple of our videos and then he actually facetimed us on stream like while he was streaming what was it like uh, being able to chat with him on the on the FaceTime? It was so crazy because like the like past couple months before the game, like in the locker room, like we're always just showing each other like his clips and stuff that he posts on Instagram and Twitter. So it was just kind of like it did almost didn't seem real to just see like the blue haired guy like FaceTiming us. It was so funny. Yeah, it seems like he became a pretty big supporter of you guys uh, throughout the yeah. tournament. It was pretty cool. And so you guys, all in that interview. That I was talking about where you had your quote. Do you, you guys also talked about how, you know, you play Fortnite before the games. You played Fortnite before you guys upset Virginia. You played Fortnite before your conference championship game. Was that something you guys always did before games? Was that a, a pregame ritual? Uh, yeah, pretty much. There's about like eight or nine of us that always uh, play the game, and we're always playing together and stuff. And it's not so much a ritual. It's just like we always just really want to play. So, and there's not much else to do in the hotel rooms. We have a lot of downtime when we're on the road. So, you know, there's nothing really else to do. So we might as well play. And was this something you guys did like the whole season, or just did this start, you know, the conference during the conference tournament, or when when was this? Uh... I'd say like the the second half of the season. You know, I'd say like from December on. Like once it's got popular, you know, we were, like everyone was playing it at that time. So. And for yourself and the other guys on the team, what about the games got you guys hooked? I mean, it's just like, it's different from, you know, the past couple of games. It's like Call of Duty has just been like the game, like by default for the past couple of years. So, I mean, like people play like first person and stuff. But when you want to play with friends, you know, it's nice to have like a different type of game to play with friends. And I think it was just kind of interesting to have, you know, a battle royale. Because PUBG, I mean, I liked watching PUBG and stuff, but it's, you know, it was only a PC game up until recently. But with Fortnite available on PS4, you know, it gave us all a chance to play and experience it. And I think that was what, that was what made it cool. Did you watch a lot of PUBG, like on Twitch or YouTube or anything before you started playing Fortnite? 
Yeah, uh, so I mean, I, like I said, I play on PS4, so I couldn't play it, but I just, you know, I enjoyed watching it. I like the Battle Royale aspect, and I like that you can use vehicles, and, you know, I think it's cool that Fortnite recently added the vehicles in, and the shopping carts, and the now the golf carts, so, you know, adding the things I like from PUBG, but yeah, I always watch PUBG. Fortnite, one of the things it's known for is the cosmetics of the games, like the skins and the emotes, and uh-huh. with the emotes, there's lots of dances, and you guys are doing a lot of those dances on the bench when you guys are playing right. in Virginia, you know, the different dances, like, uh, you were doing the pickaxe, you know, swinging the pickaxe or <laughs> riding the pony or the backpack kid dance. Is that, uh-huh. was that something you guys did the whole season as well? Like as you guys started playing Fortnite, you started incorporating that into your bench celebrations? No, not at all. Honestly, like right before the game, uh, we were just talking about like, if we're all on the bench, like let's do something crazy. And then, you know, it like it wasn't planned at all. We were just kind of like looking at each other and you know, like, we're like, you know, uh, let's floss or let's do the best made stance. Because, you know, like Fortnite, we play it so much. So we all like knew like the, what dances we were talking about and stuff. So it was like an easy thing to do. Is it weird now to like see yourself in GIFs on Twitter, different <laughs> things, doing doing the different dances? Yeah, it was uh, funny. Not like not too long ago, like a friend of mine from Cleveland just like, uh, sent me a screenshot of her text with like her mom and her mom sent her the gif of me doing the best mates dance and like she did like didn't even know like about it she just thought it was like a dancing person so it was funny just to like see it like used organically and you know, after you guys you guys had this big win you kind of brought Fortnite into the spotlight of popular culture I gotta say you guys you know Fortnite's become so big you guys are almost the first ones to kind of I mean, obviously, there's other people who had been seen playing at the time, but right. really on a national stage, you guys were the first ones to bring it to that level. Yeah, like in the sports world, yeah. And but, I mean, it's cool. You know, Fortnite Fortnite was going to get big regardless, but because it's just like such a, I don't know, like a viral game, like the clips and everything go so viral, but it was cool to be at like the forefront of that. And you see like a lot of, a lot of basketball players are – you're seeing more, especially in the NBA or into Fortnite. And you see guys uh-huh. like Josh Hart for the Lakers. He was doing wrapping himself with bandages after he made yeah. a jump shot. Do you uh-huh. have, do you have like a, a favorite NBA player you've seen play Fortnite? Um, I mean, Josh is cool. I like Josh. Um, I, I can't speak to how good he is, but he seems like a cool dude. So I'll say he's my favorite. And have you seen his Fortnite shoes that he, he busted out? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Those are really cool. I want a pair. You think you can <laughs> maybe rock a pair next season? I'll have to find an Under Armour equivalent, but we'll see what I can do. And you guys actually got to meet the creators, some of the creators from Fortnite. Uh, was this yeah, during the tournament? Really cool. uh, yeah, it was actually like the day of the Kansas State game, uh, who we played after Virginia. Uh, a couple of them came down, because I guess like one of their locations is very close to where we were playing, so... You know, it was really easy for them to come down. And it was, like, not something, like, we had to ask to do because, like, I guess they just, like, wanted to meet us because, like, you know, we were doing the dances and stuff and giving them, like, some publicity. So they just wanted to, like, show love to us. And, you know, it was really organic. They just, like, wanted to meet as, like, friends and people. It was really cool. And if you can show your T-shirt you got on now. Oh, yeah. Got a Fortnite Battle Royale tee on. (laughs) So, yeah, that's one of the things you got when you were able to meet up with them. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I have to ask, who do you think is the best Fortnite player on uh, the UMBC team? 
Oh, on the UMBC team, I've always said, like, I, I'm going to give credit where it's due. Uh, Brandon Horvath, number 12, he's definitely the best. But I think I'm the most interesting. <laughs> so where, where do you think you rank skill-wise on the team? I'm towards the top, but, uh, you know, we were talking off camera a little bit. I'm not I'm not a builder. I can win a gunfight, but, you know, when it comes to building, building forts, that's not for me. I can get, I can get myself some cover, but, you know, some of the guys are just much better builders than I am. So I'll give them the credit, uh, you know. I'd say I'm top four. And do you have like a most memorable Fortnite game you've had or maybe a best game as far as kills or anything like that? Yeah, I had like a 12 kill uh, squad game. So not, not the most impressive, but for me, it's, you know, <laughs> for me, it's really impressive. Yeah, 12 kills for squads, though, is pretty good just because it's easy for people to just hit like the last shot on a guy that you've drained right. all the health on and then you don't uh -huh. get anything. So That's so annoying. <laughs> How about solos? Do you have a, a solo game where you've gotten double digit kills like, or anything? I think like nine is my highest in solo. That's pretty good as well. Yeah. I don't yeah. really play solos though because I think one of the good things about Fortnite is like being able to play with friends and stuff. Yeah, that's what I enjoyed the most about it as well. I think that's why it's had such a lasting uh, you know, run too just because it's a game that really requires mm -hmm. a lot of uh, communication teamwork and things like and that and that. teamwork, yeah. Yeah, so like for me, like the last game prior to Fortnite that like everybody was into like playing and into that teamwork was like Modern Warfare 2. Like there have been other games, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was like the last time that I can remember where like everyone was playing and everyone was communicating like they are now in Fortnite. So I think it's cool that it's like come back and stuff. And you you mentioned Call of Duty. Is there any other games yourself or as a team you guys played before Fortnite or still play now? I mean, like in uh, in college, I don't have a ton of time to play video games, so it's nice to have like multiplayer games like Fortnite or the Call of Duties. But I really enjoy like single player story modes. Um, I'm currently playing The Last of Us, and I I've beaten Skyrim like three times. I really love Skyrim, but. Uh, like it's easy to just hop on and play like a multiplayer game. Yeah, for sure. And as mm -hmm. far as your history with playing video games, what do you remember as like your earliest video game memories? I remember a couple racing games on like the Game Boy Color, and then my brother and my sister used to play uh, Nintendo 64, like the uh, Super Mario and um, what's the uh, Super Smash Brothers is yeah. what we used to always play. So Nintendo 64 was like the first system, and then. I had a Game Boy Color that I used to play all the time, too. Did you have, like, a favorite game growing up? Uh, growing up, it was probably Pokemon. But then as I got into, like, you know, my adolescence, it was all Call of Duty. Did you did you collect did you collect Pokemon cards? That's something I did. I, I did. I did. I definitely did. <laughs> yeah, I remember having huge binders. And I think I ended up just either, like, giving them away or... I could not tell you what show. happened to mine. I could not tell you what happened to mine, but I had so many. I feel like every time I used to go to the uh, grocery store with my parents, we used to, I used to like make my mom buy at least a pack. And playing Call of Duty was that like in middle school and high school, or it was mainly middle school was when it was big. Because when I was in middle school, the two ones uh, that were really big were Black Ops and Modern Warfare Two, which you know that's like my two favorites. So. You know, just a good time for Call of Duty and stuff. And then in high school, as it got, you know, more modern, more futuristic, I wasn't a big fan of it. But, I mean, they're still fun. It's just not as much for me as the the Modern Warfare 2 and the Black Ops. Black Ops story mode is one of my favorite Call of Duty story modes. And the Black Ops 4, they announced they're going to have a battle royale. Are you pretty uh, interested in checking that out? 
I'm skeptical. I'm not going to get it right away. I'm sure it'll be good because, I mean, you know, Call of Duty is, you know, a great title and everything. But I just want to see how it plays. I'm going to watch some other people play it and stuff and see how it goes. And then I'll make a decision on whether or not I want to get it because I don't want to get it if it's, you know, pay to win. One of the good things about Fortnite is how, you know, it's so balanced and, you know, everyone has the same chance. So I like that in a game and I don't want that to go away with Call of Duty. And uh, jumping back to your guys' win you had over Virginia, you guys are nominated for an SB for best moments. Yes, so uh, on Wednesday, I believe, in Los Angeles, you're going to be in attendance with your teammates and your coaches to see if you yeah. guys win the SB. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're trying to uh, convince the people listening that UMBC deserves to win the SB for best moment, what would you say to them? Let's say we made history, uh, and to the gaming people watching, we put Fortnite, uh, you know, into the modern news. So if that, you know, if that's something that you appreciate, then you should vote for us. And you know, more in, more into the game. Obviously, going into the game, I'm sure there's plenty of people telling you guys that no 16 seed has ever beaten the number one seed, and you see like the five, the percentage charts, the 538 saying whatever mm-hmm. 0.1% or 1% chance of victory yeah. or whatever like that. What's your guys' mindset like as you're going into a game where, you know, nobody, nobody has any belief that you're going to win? Uh, so when we were playing Vermont in the conference championship, we only had like an 8% chance to win and, you know, we beat them. So we were feeling pretty good about ourselves. And then, uh, you know, like going into selection Sunday, I think it was Joe, my friend uh, on the team that said, you know, I'd rather be a 16 than a 15 because, uh, you know, your chances are realistically about the same and you, you get to make history if you're a 16 seed. And everyone was like, you know, that, that kind of makes sense, you know? So we weren't like scared of being a 16, you know, I think we were embracing it. So I think once, you know, we got the call that it was going to be Virginia, but it wasn't like we were scared or anything. It was just like, you know, how can we get this done? So, you know, I think we were all just kind of optimistic about it, and that's why it all worked out so well. You know, there was no one that was like, you know, our season's over. It was, all right, let's go out and see what we can do, you know. And you guys were up pretty big in the second half. You know, the you guys won by 20 points, but, you know, the lead's up over 20 in the second half. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there, like, a point in the game where, it, like, it, it kind of sinks in, maybe your adrenaline dies down a little <laughs> bit and you're kind of realizing that this is going to happen? No, not at all. Uh, the whole time it was like, all right, well, it's Virginia. They got they got to make a run. They got to at least make it interesting. But then, you know, each media kept going by and, you know, we still had like a solid lead. So it was like, I guess strange was the word uh, to describe it. I wasn't like in shock, but it was just kind of odd. I was just expecting it to go way differently. Uh, even when I figured we were going to win, I figured that it was going to be close. You know, they're going to come back. They're going to cut it down. But you know, the whole year, like a team like Virginia doesn't have to play like coming back from a deficit. So when they're put in that predicament, they don't really know what to do, which is a credit to Virginia. You know, if you can go your whole year without being down like that, that's amazing. You know, we certainly couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and after the game, I'm sure it was, just, it was pretty crazy. I'm sure you're getting texts from every person you know, congratulations and all that kind of stuff. What is what was what were the moments in the I mean, you have to turn around and play two days later, but like the day after the game and the night of, what, what was that like for you and the team? Uh, I mean, it was crazy. You know, I got well over a thousand texts on my phone. Like my phone just shut down. <laughs> and, 
you know, got I gained about a thousand followers on Twitter and Instagram, so that was cool. You know, it was just insane. You know, eventually, coach, he was like, you know, you guys got to stay off your phone. Like, it's never going to end. So you just you can you can check it out uh, every once in a while. But you know, we got another game, so we got to stay focused. And you know, he's tr- re- really trying to reel us in. But I mean, it's hard after a moment like that. For sure. And then when you guys came back to campus, I'm sure that was pretty crazy as well. It was. What's kind of life been like on campus after such a big win? Uh, right after it was pretty cool. Um, you know, so when we came back, we were all on spring break, so we didn't really see that many people. But then as people came back, uh, you know, sports have never really been big at UMBC. It's never been a sports school by any means. It's very academically structured. So to, you know, have random students come up to you and congratulate you, that's, that's really cool because that's never something that I've experienced before at UMBC. You know, usually when you tell people that you're on the basketball team, they couldn't care less. So, you know, to have that change and have people uh, just, you know, think that it's cool that you're on the basketball team, that was something that I was really proud of. We talked earlier, you guys are getting prepared for for the next season now. So Mm -hmm. obviously there's going to be a little more eyes on you guys, a little more, probably a little more excitement around the campus Uh because of what you guys did in March. Kind of what is the feeling as you're, you know, preparing for yourself, it's your final season in college. So what's kind of the feelings as you're preparing for that? Um, you know, Coach Odom said the other day in practice, you know, this is never going to go away. We're always going to be like the 16 that beat the one. But, you know, you got to kind of bottle it up and put it as last season. And, you know, you know, it's never going to go away. We always like have that to look back on. But you just got to kind of look forward to this next season and try and do something unique for this season. And, you know, if we can make it to the next round of the tournament, then, you know, that's great. So it's just kind of, you know, looking forward and trying to set similar goals for the next season. And uh, I want to wrap things up here with the one last video game question I like to ask all my guests is uh, if you were to run into someone who was kind of on the fence about starting to play video games or wanting to maybe pick up the hobby, what would you say to convince them that it's a it'd be the right thing to do? Um, you know, I'd say it's just like in a way to it's a way to escape from like your everyday life. You know, if you're tired of working your office job, you can come home and you can. You know, you can fly into a battlefield with 99 opponents or you can uh, sup- uh, explore Skyrim or, you know, you can do whatever. You can just, like, you know, create your own life. You can just kind of escape whatever you're going through. And I think that's, like, what's really nice about gaming because, like, there's so many days where I come home from, like, a long day of practice in school. It's just nice to relax and, like, put something on, you know, and just relax for a little bit and play a game and kind of escape into your own little world. All right, and uh, finally, before we get to some Fortnite games here, is there anything you want to plug, any social media or anything like that before uh, before we end the interview portion? Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at nolojeezy, N-O-L-O-J-E-E-Z-Y. Uh, I'll interact with you guys. You know, I'll tweet back. I'll like your tweets, all that stuff. And uh, I'm actually going to put, uh, put in the chat um, for the link to vote for UMBC and the ESPYs. Yeah, so, yeah, please do vote for us for the ESPYs. I guess that's a good thing to plug, too. <laughs> yeah, are you, have you been to Los Angeles before? I've never been to the West Coast at all. Wow, so you're you looking forward to uh, seeing something a little different? Yeah, it's going to be nice. You know, come, I come from Ohio where the weather is always kind of uh, awful, so it's going to be nice to have something really nice. So are you a, a Cavs fan? 
I'm a LeBron fan primarily, but I'm always going to root for the Cavs. So, so, I mean, obviously you like LeBron. Was it kind of sad to see him leave Cleveland? Um, I think he needed to. I don't hold it against him at all. Um, but, I mean, I wish he – I hope he can finish his career in Cleveland, but I hope he can accomplish, like, his personal goals wherever he goes, you know, wherever he, wherever he you know, however his career plays out, I guess I should say. All right, and that will conclude today's episode of the Game with Fame podcast. Thank you again to Nolan Garrity for joining the show. After the recording of this podcast, Nolan and I teamed up in some Fortnite games that were streamed live on Twitch. We were able to get one victory before there were some problems with the Fortnite servers forcing us to end our gaming session. But if you want to see things like that again with future guests, make sure you head over to twitch.tv slash gamewithfamepodcast and follow the channel and trigger the notifications so you know every time the show is live. Once again, I just want to thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of the Game With Fame podcast.